Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Calgary Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything related to real estate in our beautiful city. My name is Kimberly Poffneroth, and I am joined by my mom and my co-host, Barb Richardson. Now let's jump in. Welcome to our mid-year market update. Wow, mom, it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast last. I know it has. We kind of took the summer off, but I think you've been a little bit uh, busy this summer, Kim, haven't you? <laughs> that I have. I did get married a couple weeks ago, was away on a honeymoon, and it was incredible, the best day ever. But getting back into the swing of things in the market, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and, and actually, uh, we should tell our listeners that you're changing your name too. So no longer uh, will be Kim Poffenroth, but Kim Corshane. Yeah, that's taking a little bit of getting used to. <laughs> yes, for me too. <laughs> but it is very exciting and everything I could have dreamed of, that's for sure. But with that being said, today we are here. It's just the two of us and we're going to talk about what's happening in the Calgary market. So we're going to focus just on three main topics. So of course, being the market conditions, touch on the rising interest rates, and then we'll end off with just some comments on a couple of favorite communities in Calgary. So with that, the Q2 Kreb housing market report just came out showing that while sales have slowed compared to this time last year, prices keep going up and inventory levels have decreased in our market. What are your biggest takeaways from the report and what we are seeing firsthand in the Calgary market? Well, I mean, the biggest thing happening out there is low inventory levels. As a matter of fact, we're at the lowest inventory levels since 2006. I mean, that's incredible in a city with so much growth and migration. So real estate is always about supply and demand, supply and demand at a kind of micro market. So we have low supply, lots of demand, which is exactly what's fueling price increases. So why are the inventory levels so low and why aren't more sellers taking advantage of the higher prices and selling their property? Yeah. And, you know, I guess why aren't they selling and rebuying? Well, you know, it's challenging if you're going to sell in this market, a detached home, for example, and buy back into it. So um, that's challenging. A lot of sellers want to sell. They see all the house prices going up on their street, but they don't know where they'll buy to if they want to stay in that same housing type in Cal. And the people who are taking advantage of it quite often are upsizing or downsizing, and sometimes there's more opportunity in specific niches. So let's just talk about this, about inventory and why we're seeing it so low, Kim. Absolutely. Well, I guess first off is the high migration levels that we're seeing in our city. So we've had a really strong interprovincial migration from BC and Ontario. And a lot of that is people moving to Calgary as it's one of the best and most affordable cities to locate to. And as people are moving here, a lot of them do have kind of the money to buy and are looking into buying. So in the first quarter alone, we saw an international net migration to Alberta of 35,000 people, but we also saw an interprovincial net migration of 15,700 people. So that's people just moving from other provinces 
to Alberta. And out of this 15,000 people who moved to Alberta in the first quarter of the year, a whopping 49% of them came from Ontario and 22% came from BC. So when you're looking at these numbers, you can assume that a large majority of the people are located in Calgary. They aren't as affected by the higher interest rates if they're selling a property, say, in Ontario, taking some money out from there and moving to Calgary. And that has been a trend that we have just seen time and time again. That being said, it's also contributed to our low listing levels, which are down by 17% compared to this time next year. So really, we're just seeing an influx of people moving to Calgary, and we don't have enough available housing in all product types, even including rental buildings. Uh, so we just have to continue to add housing to our marketplace here to support everyone relocating to Alberta. I totally agree. And wow, uh, 49% from Ontario, but I'm sure our numbers from BC are going to continue to increase after the summer of fires that BC has experienced. I know a lot of people who moved to Kelowna, for example, from Calgary, um, have been reconsidering moving back. So we're expecting more immigration from BC. So another uh, factor really driving low inventories in Calgary is low new housing starts, where for the detached home sector, they're down 12% over last year. So we just don't have the builders and the communities kind of getting out there at the pace that we need. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I just uh, heard Warren Buffett has been investing recently in a number of home building companies. And it's no wonder. I mean, we're just seeing this pent up demand for new builds. People love new builds and the builders out there just can't keep up to the demand. So this is the only housing type in Calgary where we have more new housing starts in 2023 over 2022 have been uh, row housing, which we're seeing lots of those popping up in suburbs. A fantastic way for new buyers, especially to get an entry point into a new community and into a purchase home versus a rental. So that's the only uh, new builds, which, which we're seeing, you know, at the rate keeping up to the demand. Absolutely. It is like, that's the biggest thing is we're just not seeing, there's not enough houses out there, but it all kind of comes down to labor, supply issues, how fast we can build. But as more and more people come to our city, uh, more and more houses need to be added to help keep the rates low. Another big thing that's pushing people to purchase is actually the substantial increase that we are seeing in the rental market in Calgary. So on average, rental rates are up 17% right now over last year. These numbers have really varied. It depends on what you are looking at. And tracking the rental market is a little bit of a challenging tracker to really focus down on. But what you can do is even if you're looking on Rent Faster, any of the rental websites, if you're looking for, say, a one bed, one bath, compared to looking at this time last year in the downtown area, a lot of one bedroom, one bathroom units are renting for close to $2,000 a month. I remember just a couple of years ago, those numbers being closer to the 1,000 
you know, $1,200 a month mark. So you've definitely seen a jump. And the other crazy thing in the rental market is how low the vacancy rates are. So it's quite common for a rental property to come to market and it be snatched up right away. So there are people who are looking at that and saying, maybe it's a good time to buy if they financially can as well. So just contributing to more sales on that side of things too. Well, and I mean, you think about that, a 17% increase in rental rates over a year, that is phenomenal. So well, yes, interest rates have gone up like 5%, which also is very painful, but 17%. So that certainly is shifting a lot of buyers who do have the capacity to purchase versus continuing to pay 2,500, 3,500 a month for rent. So, and I guess last but not least, you know, when we talk about all these factors contributing to our low inventory levels in Calgary is just Calgary's strong economic growth, really fueled by the strong energy sector, by the, you know, population growth in migration and also employment gains in the city. So Alberta overall is expected to report stronger economic growth than most of the other provinces in Canada and possibly even be the number one province of economic growth in 2023. Absolutely. And there's a lot of businesses still relocating to Calgary. And a big part of that, or Alberta in general, is the lower taxation rates, too, that is drawing that increase in demand to locate in our markets. So, so Kim, when we look at that, when we look at the low inventory supplies across, you know, virtually all segments of the market, like what do you see as opportunities out there for buyers? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that really stood out to me from the Q2 report is that detached home sales only represented 48% of all residential sales in the Calgary market. Why I find this interesting is because of the increasing interest rates and just that shift of buyers having to spend a bit more, it's allowing them to rethink their housing types. So used to be kind of the detached home was the most common home type that you'd think of when purchasing a home. But with these increasing prices, right now, the average benchmark price for a detached home is uh, $673,867. But if those prices keep going up, those who were once looking for a detached home might be now considering a semi-detached or row town home, which is kind of leading that trend in the increase in demand in row town homes. And those who might have been looking originally for a row town home are now almost priced out of the product because of the rise in interest rates. And they're now looking for more of an apartment condo. So it's creating a little bit of a domino effect as to the product type that people are able to afford and what they are looking for, just as the rates keep going up. And I mean, really interesting when you think about it, because it wasn't that long ago when people would say, you know, I want to buy a house and and all you would think about would would be a detached home kind of in a suburb. And it probably represented 85% of our market, 85, 90% of the sales a few years ago that happened in Calgary. And for that sector to be now less than 50%, I think that's really fascinating, both the types and styling of housing that people are buying to, 
And, you know, people just affordability. That's what people have to start to. And some people are just choosing to on the downsizing side. So really interesting. You know, it's not so much that people don't want detached homes anymore. It's just the availability and affordability of them isn't there. So another uh, interesting stat out of the Q2 report was that detached homes now priced under 600K. Um, that's really the scarcest market supply in Calgary. And that now only accounts for 25% of the total residential sales. So it really shows how a first-time home buyer, um, you know, looking, wanting to buy their standalone house uh, and their budget is up to four to 500K. I mean, there's very limited supply even in the far outskirts of the city. Absolutely. And they're now looking at what once could have been, you know, a starter home in that 500K mark is now kind of looking like a starter townhome for the 500K mark. So a little bit of a shift in, you know, the reality of what people are looking for. That being said, it's still affordable compared to, say, Toronto or Vancouver. You can still get a lot more bang for your buck in terms of product type here, but it's not quite what it was a couple of years ago for pricing. It's uh, absolutely gone up and inventories have gone down. Detached homes alone, inventory levels are down by 40% compared to just last year, which is only one month's supply on the detached market. So that just shows how quickly that product type is moving when it does become available. But you're paying a higher price for it. So when we look at, you know, this, where are the opportunities for buyers out there? I know, uh, Kim, you and I, ever since we started doing our podcast, have been talking about apartment condos. And, uh, you know, last year when we started this, we said, geez, get out there, buy apartment condos. We're so low relative to any other Canadian city. Well, they've certainly gone up in price. They've actually gone up in price 12% apartment condos over a year ago. But still, having said that, the apartment condo market in the inner city, downtown core, is the only segment of the market that's lower than our 2014 price levels. So still opportunities in that, in particular at the higher end. We just sold a 2,000 square foot uh, 30th floor apartment condo in kind of a luxury tower downtown for a million dollars. And this condo had beautiful downtown views. It had Stampede Park kind of firework views. In any other major Canadian city, certainly Toronto, Vancouver, and even Victoria, this would have been a $3 million condo. And our buyer for this was from overseas, right? They saw the opportunity. They didn't even see the condo. They just did a virtual walkthrough. And so the buyers who are coming from these other major markets will see a condo like this and do a video tour walkthrough and think, oh my goodness, like here's Calgary, a vibrant city that's increasing in appeal on a global basis. And I can get into a luxury 30th floor condo for a million dollars with 2000 square feet. That's phenomenal. So I think what we're seeing is buyers from Toronto and Vancouver and overseas see that opportunity. But buyers from Calgary don't necessarily see it unless you've, you know, lived in or purchased that type of property in another market. You don't see the value that we've got in our luxury kind of downtown condo market. 
So for people out there who are kind of looking for an investment opportunity, that's certainly one that I still see with lots of room for upside. I mean, there's certainly other pockets of the market as well, but um, the luxury condo market is still an opportunity for buyers. Absolutely. And I just think also as much as it hurts from the consumer standpoint to see the rental rates increasing at the rate they are for investment purposes. If you're looking for a cash flowing property, I think the apartment condos are absolutely where they are at right now. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump over to our, our next big topic, interest rates. Like what what are your thoughts around this, Kim? Well, we were really hoping they would have tapered off by this point of the year. I'm not going to get too in-depth into political topics on this podcast right here, but there is still talks of another interest hike coming. Prime rate is sitting at a whooping 7.2% currently, and it came out that the average price for a mortgage for a Canadian is now sitting at 3500 a month, so... If this trajectory keeps on going, you know, unfortunately, it's the first time home buyers that seem to get hurt the most with this increase in interest rates. And we always refer our clients to speak with the experts on this, but we do hope they start to level out as opposed to keep going up here. Yeah, it has been challenging, especially for first-time buyers. And all we can recommend is, you know, get those pre-approval rates in place, get them on a hold for ideally 90 to 120 days because it takes a while right now in this market to buy. You might have to uh, compete on several homes before you actually end up getting one. So you want to hold a rate for several months. The mortgage specialists, we work with a few fantastic ones. We refer to our clients and they're really the the pros that talking to you about the pros and cons of variable versus fixed. And at the end of the day, it's really about your risk tolerance level and your predictions for the future. But it's not a reason to not consider purchasing. Again, the rates have gone up about five or six percent, but rental rates have gone up 17 percent. So you really need to... Uh, weigh the trade-offs between the two of those. Absolutely. I think that's an important way to look at it is, you know, if you buy, you're still creating some equity for yourself, even with the higher interest rates. And there's still opportunities out there. It's just setting your expectations with what you can afford, what you can purchase and not going above your means. So talking to the mortgage experts is the way to go. But you also want to remember that if you're looking at buying for an investment purpose, you're able to write off the interest. So the interest rates shouldn't scare you as much when you're purchasing real estate for investment purposes. Absolutely. And that is... uh you know, for the listeners out here, if you've got some extra cash and you want to take advantage of what's going on in Calgary's kind of rental market, especially, you can still afford to get in and buy a two bedroom, two bath condo for 350, you know, 400K, right? A nice one and still take advantage of those sky high and increasing rental rates and purchase a really good investment, cash flow investment. So we do do a lot of that work on our team and uh, happy to kind of chat through the economics of that for people looking. And, you know, really looking for, 
you know, you, you look for product types, but also look for communities where you see an opportunity for appreciation, kind of like the old uh, WestJet model of when they started going into some of these small towns like Comox, BC, and real estate started to boom. Well, look for communities that have a number of new employment bases happening in the community. Maybe you're going to have access to a new LRT line. Maybe they'll be near the green line when it's developed. You know, look for some of those emerging opportunities and you can benefit both from the product type that you buy as well as getting into kind of an emerging up and coming community. So maybe that's what we'll uh, jump into and leave with. Um, We're trying to end our podcast talking about a community that we really like in Calgary and why we like it. Um, On our last podcast, I talked about the community of Winston, kind of inner city, northeast, surrounded by green space, easy transportation. And it does have a big up and coming, you know, new development area being built out there. And I chatted about why I like that community. And I think Kim's going to chat about another community today. Absolutely. I'm just going to touch on a community that I've spent a lot of time out in over the last few weeks with a couple sales out there, but it's Auburn Bay. The reason why I think Auburn Bay has so much potential as a purchase place in Calgary is first off, you see a range of product types. So they have new build condos where you're able to purchase, you know, in the low $300,000 for a pretty nice, more spacious unit than you would get in downtown, all the way up to single-family detached estate homes in the multi-millions that are located on the lake. And in between that, they've got a lot of beautiful, you know, single-family detached homes in that seven, dollars $800,000 range. So it is a community that's attracting all different price points. But one of the biggest factors that I think Auburn Bay will have in terms of its long-term sustainability is it's right beside the new South Calgary Hospital. So a hospital is always going to be a steady employment base. You're going to have high-income earners from doctors to surgeons to nurses living in the community. And it's newer. So if you are purchasing out in Auburn Bay, you're facing less of the upkeep costs Just in terms of schools, there's quite a few schools in there, but really that lake access is so beautiful and the development that's happening in and around Auburn Bay, including the mahogany development, um, the Westman Village out there. There's just so much happening out there that it's almost like a mini city. And I just really think the values of the Auburn Bay and surrounding areas are going to continue to increase as it becomes this big employment hub. What are your thoughts on the area? You know, I too love it. We just sold the lakefront home out there and, you know, sitting on their deck and looking at people paddle boarding by and how serene it is and looking at winter pictures of people skating out there. I think as a lot of, uh, you know, lakefront Invermere properties, certainly Canmore is now like unavailable for most buyers. You know, as a lot of these other communities become tougher to get into for lakefront properties, um, weekend retreats, I think a lot of buyers are thinking if they can afford it, why not just buy into a lake community and have that opportunity to go out for a swim or a paddle at five o'clock at night after you get off of work instead of waiting for the weekend and driving out to a cabin. 
So I think there's going to be a real growth in, you know, lake communities in Calgary going forward. I would expect we're going to start to see more being built, but they'll be even farther out, certainly than Auburn Bay. Absolutely. And it is like when you're sitting out there, it's you almost forget that you're in Calgary. It's so peaceful. And one of the other things that our buyers for that lakefront property were saying is, with climate change and the increase that we're seeing in forest fires, especially in BC, they are very happy that they ended up putting a little more towards the lakefront property in Calgary, where they feel a little more protected from the fires than they would have if they purchased, you know, in a BC lake community. So just after seeing that, they were they were quite happy with the decision they made. And I think that's going to actually become a larger trend, sadly, uh, due to what's happening in our in our climate right now. Absolutely. So lots to digest. I think we're going to wrap this up and uh, we'll see what happens over the next month or two with these inventory levels. But, uh, you know, don't let them scare you off if you're thinking of a purchase, certainly. And you just need to partner with savvy people who understand what's going on in the micro market. And, you know, if you're looking for a product out there, like you need to get out there the day it's on the market in most of these and uh, make sure that because the good ones go fast. So, um, but it's an exciting, vibrant market for sure. Absolutely. And we would love to help. We work with a team of six amazing ladies. So if anyone is looking for some assistance on the real estate side, please reach out to us at the Richardson Group at Sotheby's. And with that, thank you so much. Thank you. With that, I would like to thank you all for tuning in to the Calgary Real Estate Podcast. My name, of course, is Kim Poffneroth, and I'm joined by my mom, Barb Richardson. If you're interested in learning more about the Calgary real estate market or getting in touch with a trusted real estate professional, we are always happy to chat. Please reach out to us at Calgary Real Estate Podcast or at our Sotheby's website, so Sotheby's International Realty Canada. And we work with the Richardson Group, YYC, which my mom is the lead up. On behalf of myself, my mom, our little lapdog Coda, we want to thank you all for being here today. Have a great day.